Hi, welcome to Real Estate Agent Talks, your show for all things property. I'm Rob Breyer, and today we're diving into the fast-paced, commission-driven world of self-employed estate agency with a brand new agent, someone who's still got that new agent shine and the hunger to hustle. So buckle up, grab a drink, and let's break the mold with today's guest, Lucy Prescott. So, all right, Lucy, welcome to the show. Now, Hello. most newbies go the traditional route, endless cold calls, door knocking marathons. You, you're a different breed. And today I want you to tell us what unconventional tactics or tools set you apart from the crowded market. So first of all, tell us about yourself, who you are, and what you did before you became an agent. Okay, so I am a uh, mum of two. I have a seven-year-old daughter and a five-year-old little boy. I worked for a large corporate organisation for nearly 20 years, so the same company from the age of 20. Um, progressed through the company, lots of different roles. It was a supply chain and logistics company, so quite fast-paced, um, you know, no two days the same. Uh, progressed to senior management level um, and then um, kind of, well, basically turned 40 and thought and that coincided with nearly being there 20 years and thought do I want to be there for another 20 years or do I want to do something and uh, total change but something that I am genuinely interested in genuinely love which is property um, and also at the same time um, this kind of change in direction um, gain the flexibility and the benefits that obviously working for myself and um, being my own boss uh, brings with it. Um, so uh, a lot of research and a lot of time spent looking into the different options um, and here I am. Um, you'd say on paper it looks like a total switch and a total change and you know didn't you know on paper nothing I've not done anything to do with property previously However, oh, the five years in the run-up to doing and making this change, um, I'd become a landlord um, as a family. We'd bought properties, sold them on. Um, so I'd become involved with property. Um, and in that, I dealt with a lot of estate agents. Um, never really had a successful experience. Um, so all that kind of came together for me to think, well, I would genuinely love to do something to do with property. Um, and I just thought, well... I could do that and make a better job of it than some of the people I'd um, encountered, um, you know, on my journey. So yeah, that's brilliant. That's a, that's a, a you know story we hear often from new people coming. Certainly within my network, new people coming into to the agency. It's it's seeing sort of some of the other the way other agents work and, and wanting to do that better. So not saying that there aren't some great agents out there, but there Absolutely are. Absolutely not, um, no. <laughs> quite often when you sort of have a negative experience, you think, right, I could, I could do that. And you kind of yeah. answered my second question, question there, you know, why property? Um, so that's sort of obvious in the journey you've sort of gone through to get here. So that's, that's brilliant. And um, what would you say, what are the sort of unconventional marketing strategies that you're using to generate leads that you know perhaps other agents wouldn't think of? Well, what became apparent kind of quite early on when I started um, my marketing and setting myself up um, on social media platforms is that everybody has their own network. Everybody, you know, no matter how social you are or how wide your circle of friends is, you know people either through your family, through your friends, through your kids' school, through the services that you may partake in. With me, it's 
dentists, nails, um, hairdressers, not that often, but all those people that you interact with, not necessarily on a daily basis, but on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis, they know people who know people. And your best, for me, the best form of marketing is almost yourself and sharing with people what you're doing, sharing with people what you do, making it, um, obviously not boring them with it, but the fact that they associate you with being an estate agent um, is, for me, the, the best form of marketing you can have. And then in the early days, when you don't necessarily have properties that you, you know, you've got to share and the board's up, people talking about the fact that you're doing what you're doing and why you've decided to do it, is for me has given me the best start and just utilizing and leveraging that network to um to to, to share what you're doing yeah so, oh, i think that's brilliant and i love i love that you um you get in business from from the person doing your nails i think you know I've, I've since i heard that about you i've been telling everyone to go and get their nails done <laughs> Um, <laughs> knock knock a tooth out so you can go to the dentist any excuse to go to the dentist but no I think your, your point is there you know that I'm, I'm hearing is that you're just telling everybody you know making sure that it's it's, it's not just your, your nine to five it's part of your life now you know it's what you're yeah. talking about this is what I do and you and you're spreading that and you're asking other people to to, to share that and I think that that what's apparent you know talking to you and will be apparent to everyone else is is your energy and your enthusiasm about the subject people want to share and want to help you so that that i think is is great so outside of that are there any just moving on to sort of tech are there any sort of tools tech tools you're using um to help you along this journey yeah so i mean um obviously talking about what you're doing is great but actually people then do want to see um, you know you need to be able to evidence or show people or have somewhere to put you know point people in the direction of so um on social media in terms of Facebook and Instagram, kind of anything beyond that right now for me is almost, um, I don't know whether I'm too old or whatever, but I've not, I'm not, I've not got to the realms of TikTok yet. Um, but for me, I found that Facebook and Instagram are great for different reasons. Facebook is great for the network and the social media groups, the community groups to share your posts and people to recommend you within. But Instagram for me is good for the tools in terms of um, the reels and the things that you can do with your uh, your marketing for your properties, which I know we'll probably talk about in a bit, but um, kind of the combination of those two. So I kind of I tend to create my content on Instagram and then share it to Facebook um, and use the Facebook side of things for um, communicating with people. In terms of other tech, just to kind of help in almost the day job, I do. Um, I've signed up to Sprift. Um, which is a, a great valuation tool, but also gives you access to property insights. Um, and I also utilize the Right Move Plus that we've got access to, um, again, for property insights and almost and, and also um, you know, forming the valuations um that we're doing on a daily basis. So kind of all that together um is what I'm using to, to kind of support what I'm doing. Brilliant. That's great. And, you know, yeah, we live in an age where there's some fantastic tools out there, but without a doubt, social media is 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 massive. Um, it's not going anywhere, is it? And, and we do have to um, we have to keep up. So I'm afraid you're going to have to learn that TikTok. And uh, <laughs> you have to, to dabble a little bit, don't you, in each one to um, as, as as your demographic moves. But um, but yeah, right, you know, right now, Facebook, I would say, like you say, Facebook, Instagram, that's where the 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 age ranges that that perhaps are doing the most transactions in the market so it's certainly great are there any sort of creative ways that you're sort of showcasing your properties and engaging with potential buyers 
Well, again, kind of going back to the social media side of things. Um, well, kind of one step before that, I don't do any of my property photography. So I have a, I work with a professional photographer who I knew beforehand. Um, so I've built up, a, a, you know, and improved my relationship with her. Um, built, you know, brought her into my network. And again, she's she's another network I've now got in terms of people she recommends, you know, she can recommend people to me. Um, but all the all the photography is professional, um, as well as kind of doing the standard um, photos, uh, which are obviously important for the for the online portals, for the listing. Um, we do sometimes do some lifestyle photos, just bits and pieces that do showcase the properties. And then again, going back to the Instagram and the reels, and um, putting those together with little video clips. I tend to do a few little video clips myself, just literally on my phone. They don't have to be really, you know, they, they can still look professional doing them yourselves, mixed up with the professional photography. And um, I put that together quite often on reels and um, share that across the social media and just, just show people as well. And just and I've used that to show to potential people when I'm doing valuations as an example of, you know, this is what I do in terms of marketing your property. Yes, it's going on on the online portals, but also I put this, this kind of thing together and I'm sharing it in the Facebook groups. I'm showing it to people. I'm sending it to potential buyers. So that's kind of a little um, a little thing that I'm doing that people seem to like. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. That's great. So um, now everyone loves a good story. And I wonder if you have a sort of unconventional client win that kind of proves that you, you've been thinking outside of the for sale sign. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what, I don't know what the definition of unconventional is. I suppose my, my kind of most um, unexpected, um, but again, this might not be classed as unconventional, but um, when we are when I'm doing viewings on a property and obviously that comes, you know, you need to get the listings to get the people coming um, to do the viewings. Um, I had a couple come to view a property who weren't on the market yet. Um, and in conversation, it became apparent that they didn't want to get on the market, but they've just kind of been umming and ahhing. It's that age old decision of do they find somewhere and then list or do they list and then just risk not, you know, potentially not being able to find somewhere. And in conversation whilst doing the viewing, they basically said, well, they, they did want to get on the market. And I said, well, I'm available this morning. I can be at your house in an hour and um, let's have a look and I can get you on the market. And they were on right move. That was the Wednesday. They were on right move by the Friday. Now, it's not necessarily unconventional, but actually, if I'd been a high street estate agent, um, the person that they would have been doing the viewing with wouldn't potentially have been somebody who'd even been to that property before, um, was interested in whether they were um, on the market or not. Um, potentially, a high street agent might not have even let them view the property because they weren't on the on the market. And I'm not... I mean, I might be wrong, but I'm not really sure that a high street agent would have been able to say, yeah, I can come to your property this morning and yeah, I can have you on right move by Friday. So I suppose the kind of unconventional element of us is that we are personal, we are flexible and we can take a lead and run with it. And, um, you know, they can crop up anywhere. And it's just being able to maximise that and, um, you know, and generate a sale from any situation. Yeah, no, I think that's great. I think that's a good point because, like you say, lots of um, lots of agents won't allow people to view if they're not on the market yet and you know there's there's reasons for that but i've always yeah. gone the opposite way like yourself you know it's like actually no get out let, let's help these people get out on the market let's let's show them ourselves let's be you know let's be the agent let's not just use viewing agents or other staff let's let's be the agent and and give them the full service and see how we can help them make their move and 
um, you know, history has shown that and, and proven that that works. So that's that's brilliant. I believe that is um, is great. And uh, you know, let's not forget you know you're very new to this journey. Um, I know a little bit of your background and, and how you know we're talking four or five months. You've been going. Believe you sold your first couple of properties within the first month, which is generally kind of unheard of. It takes time to get properties on it. It, it, it takes time to sell them. So you're doing uh, fantastic. But let's just talk a little bit about your mindset. Um, you know, from my point of view, you're, you're radiating abundance. What's your secret source for staying positive, motivated in this competitive industry? Um. Well, I th- well, staying positive is the main point but obviously you can't necessarily just tell yourself that um I think um celebrating the wins and tracking your progress is really important so was the other way around track your progress and then celebrate your wins um I've kind of taken you know I've taken each step and each 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 positive step I've made and and I'm talking right before even getting a listing even just kind of getting my first leaflet design getting my first leaflet delivered one of my friends messaging me a photo of the leaflet that just landed on the doorstep and somebody sharing one of my Facebook posts and getting some likes on a Facebook post, all those things, which right now now are just kind of run of the mill and standard back at the very beginning were really big deals to me. And I was, and I I was genuinely excited by each of those things. Um, And each one, each positive step kind of spurred me on to the next to to think, well, um, you know, anything's possible and you've just got to keep keep on going keeping on going which again I know you hear people say but it is just that it's not being put off and um, I mean I could have there's been lots of things that have happened that could have put me off so next door but two e- either side of me have currently got um different people's agents boards on the front door yeah. search, which I have to look at on a daily basis but you can't <laughs> let things like that put you off there is so much property out there and there are so many people wanting to sell your houses you can't be put off by things like that um, there is enough property to go around and it's just about getting your name known and getting yourself out there. Um, and then you find that actually as you gather, as you start those early steps and you gather in momentum, the wins will come and actually you've got, you know, tangible things to celebrate, like your first listing, like your first viewing, like your first sale. And all that for me is motivation to keep to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. That's really good um, because you know it's it, it can be tough out there. You know it can be um, lonely, especially when you're starting on your own. And you know there are it's it's not going to be great every single day. So you have yeah. to have those things you set set and set in your mind to uh, to keep you positive. And and just like, like you say, those little things you see and people sharing your 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 posts. And um, yeah. you know I always like it when my mum tells me that. You know, she's seeing us everywhere. That always makes me, you know, we always want to make our parents proud, don't we? So those little things. Um, but um, just like adding in from my own point of view, I always felt like if if I know my numbers, you know, if I know what to expect, if I've got a target, then I can look at all the negatives or the all the no's as, you know, I'm one no closer to a yes. So brilliant. That's exactly. another number ticked off. You know, it's all those little things in your mind where you... Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and also, sorry, the thing I didn't mention as well is... Um, getting experience with other agents in our network. So I'm not too far away from um, Tracy in Wilmslow, Hanforth. So I um, made an effort kind of a few times to go over to their office, 
I didn't have any listings. I didn't have any houses to sell, but I spent some time. Tracy was good enough to spend some time with me, and I just immersed myself in being in a, in a different agents because obviously they've got premises. So just that in itself, and surrounding yourself with, um, you know, making yourself come into contact with people who are successful and have done it, um, then that in itself is is more, um, you know, drive to keep going. Yeah. That's brilliant. I was going to say to you, you know, how you're building relationships and leveraging other agents. Obviously, you're in a, in a privileged position where you're part of a network of other agents who are, you know, all, all self-employed but working together. Um, but are you are you engaging with any other agents in the community? Um, I know some will work with you and some won't, but but how are yeah. you finding that? Yes, there's a bit of both, really. I mean, um, I've, I've had to come into contact with other agents where we've kind of got a chain, um, but that's kind of further on. Um, I haven't um, personally like reached out to any of them. Um, I know that everybody, you know, we're all aware of each other. Um, so I've not kind of had to, uh, you know, use that or, or I haven't felt I needed to yet. Um, but obviously, I think it's all about, you know, definitely remaining professional with everybody. Don't, you know, we, we operate in a different way to high street agents, but that's not to say that we're for everybody either. So I'm just very um, open and honest when I'm talking to, um, you know, potential clients about the differences. Um, and then it's up to people to make decisions. But um, I haven't had to, I haven't worked with any, uh, you know, kind of comp or agents, comp you know, the comp competition. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> And it, it will come it will come but like i said there's there are you know there are agents out there who want to work together and there's those that just very much like to do their own thing yeah uh, and that's just the, the way of the world it'd be great if we could all work together and, and help each other out um oh, now what would you say is your biggest challenge you've had so far and how did you overcome it um uh, well i've had a couple so in the run up to Christmas, I kind of had my first sales, had a great plan in terms of what my marketing was going to be in January. I had um, leaflets designed and printed, ready to go. Um, January, new year, you know, new home, that kind of thing. And then another one planned. I'd built up a good relationship with um, another franchisee for a leaflet delivery um leaflet delivery franchise but this is brilliant we've got a great partnership we can, I can uh, this is my plan now this is who I'm going to use and I've uh, I've got a, you know a reliable delivery and all that and we had a plan and then he decided just before Christmas that he was going to sell his franchise didn't want to do it anymore and I had all these plans for what leaflets were going where what type of leaflets and um no one to deliver them at that point so obviously there's options and it wasn't like a massive disaster but actually what I chose to do is um utilize that network that I've made up already um and people I know have basically either got their relatives older teenage kids um logged on to Strava tracking themselves and delivering my leaflets for me uh, but I had to quickly kind of get that organized in the first week of January to make sure these relevant this relevant marketing was out in time um, and it wasn't something I was planning on having to organize because I thought I'd already organized it once um yeah. just these things happen and you just have to work it through and 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 still make it work and deal with it no that's that's brilliant and I, I often say to people you know business is is problem solving you know that, that's that's what we yeah. have to do all the time yeah. And, yeah you think everything's great and then there's another problem to, that Something comes. Crops up, yeah and again going back to the mindset thing it's like well that's great because if we didn't have problems to solve we wouldn't be in business so i have to look at it like that you know that that's why we're in business if everything was easy 
we wouldn't be needed so no exactly but that, that was a brilliant way of yeah overcoming that you know it's frustrating when you've got all your marketing lined up and, and suddenly it's not going to happen but you, you, yeah. you didn't let that let you down you didn't sort of sit around waiting for something to happen you found a you know a quick solution so look, imagine you're mentoring a brand new agent um someone following you what would be the top three pieces of advice that you would give them someone brand new starting today um kind of an overarching number one is just to stay true to yourself and don't try to be somebody or something that you're not because ultimately you won't be able to keep it up I suppose this applies to most things but it and it will make everything more difficult it will make everything harder it will make everything a challenge so I am being me and you know if somebody doesn't want to sell a house with me then that's fine but I haven't had to pretend or try to be something that I'm not um so that's kind of number one um number two would be to use your own networks utilize the people that you know almost don't feel like you've got to go at this high level marketing market your whole county spread yourself so thin you know lots of people who know lots of people and all within those within those groups there will be people who want to sell their house and all they need to know is about you what you stand for why you're going to do it differently why you're going to do a good job and if you can get that message out to those local networks that will give you that start that you need and actually probably continue to be enough of a network that you need because there are so many properties available all the time um and i suppose number three um mm-hmm. would just be to keep on going <laughs> so yeah. even when you feel like maybe you're not making any progress you've had a week couple of weeks and no inquiries you feel like you've gone backwards just keep going and keep coming back to the training that we all have and the tools and the methods to keep trying and just keep revisiting them and keep on doing it. And it will, you will, you will see the progress and you yeah. will reap the rewards. Definitely. Persistence is key. Yes. I said people it's too far. Consistency and persistence. Be consistent Definitely. with what you're doing. Be persistent. Just keep going. You know, it's not always going to be plain sailing. There will be slow months that, you know, but it's just keep, keep going, keep being persistent. Um you know, obviously you have to measure like you said before and you already said you've got to look at look look at what you're doing because you can't keep persistently doing something that's never going to work you not know? working yeah <laughs> <laughs> but but if it's worked once uh, and we see this like in you know when you see this in all business people do something that works and then they stop doing that thing that worked and you're like why aren't you doing that thing that worked and maybe they did it another month and it didn't work and it's like but it did work before so it, it does work it's just yeah. Exactly. Nice. Try that again. We'll try doing that consistently. And normally yeah. that, that's right. Um, okay, looking ahead, where do you see yourself in the industry in say five years? You can still be breaking the mold. Are you still going to have this enthusiasm? Uh, I hope so. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Well, still I don't I don't think anything will ever stop me loving houses and property or meeting lots of different people every week. So I will definitely still be here. We'll see if I've used what we're doing this. But hopefully with my own um, kind of team of personal agents like me, um, but um, I'll have built a team. That's the plan. Um, So we can do more. One person can only do so much. Um, So keeping true to the values and true to what I'm selling right now, myself as a personal estate agent, where you get me from start to finish, 
hopefully more more of more of that brilliant brilliant and i think anyone anyone listening to or watching this um, would see you and think yeah i want to i want to work with that person she would be the the, the, the person <laughs> we, we we all think you're great here so that's um that's that's brilliant so um if you could change one thing about estate agency the traditional estate agency model um what would it be and why probably more than one isn't it there's a couple of big ones for me are um the fact that traditional estate agents the the, the traditional model is they have a, a a valuer or a team of valuers they have um a team of people who then market the property and then they have different people who they then send to do the viewings and then um there's maybe a mix of those people that actually um deal with the client the person who's selling the property throughout the process and for me obviously everybody can't be a personal estate agent but actually if somebody selling their house had a point of contact who they dealt with throughout the process and um had that kind of security that they knew whenever they spoke to that office or you know traditional agent that for one they'd know who they were and two they'd know their circumstances and where they were up to I just think people would have a much better experience when selling the house um, rather than feeling like they get passed from pillar to post and they've been signed up by somebody who was on a target because all they do is go out valuing houses um, I just feel like obviously you can't have an office full of personal agents but you could have a bit more consistency in terms of managing that relationship with a vendor yeah and i think yeah i, I think that the um, the market is heading more and more that way um all yeah. the time in, in in this modern world and there's, there's modern ways of doing things so I, I think that's great and um but yeah if they don't do that you will so that's exactly great. exactly um, well, look, thanks for joining us, Lucy. It's been fantastic. Tell us, um, tell everyone where we can find you, social media, etc. Uh, yeah, Facebook, uh, The Good Estate Agent Preston. If you put that in, I will appear. And the same on Instagram. It's The Good Estate Agent Preston, but just underscores for the spaces. Um, and I also have a Google business listing. So all my contact details are on there. Again, if you Google The Good Estate Agent Preston. So there you have it, folks. A fresh perspective, courtesy of Lucy Prescott. Um, now remember estate agency isn't just about selling houses it's about selling yourself and this new agent is doing it in a way that that's anything but traditional so now go out there experiment disrupt your industry and until next time remember it's not about working harder it's about working smarter